you are listening to The Brews Room. It's a beer podcast with three funny guys and Kyle. Might be a comedy podcast about beer. We're not sure. All we know is we have three beer experts and three funny guys, and we are here to educate. Jeff owns Exit 6, and Justin is the brewmaster. Kyle owns Shamrocks. Mark owns Questionable Pursuits. Together, we have almost 100 years in beer, brewing, and industry experience. You're listening to this, so you found us somehow. But if you're not sure how and you can't wait to hear us again, we broadcast live on Twitch every Monday at 10.30 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash thebearded. That's B-E-E-R-D-E-D. You can download the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. If you've really fallen in love with us, you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash thebrewsroom. Get the show a couple days early or hear our second show, After Dark. Same group of guys, different topics, and after a couple of beers. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom for real-time updates and goings-on with the show. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. Welcome to the first show of 2019. We got the important stuff out of the way. We've got a new Bruiser member with us tonight. Hi, how you Welcome. doing? Welcome, Mark. We're gonna give Mark him a 1. try. Mark 1.0, new Mark 5. I think is what we're on. Real excited to be here. Yeah, point yeah. zero one. Uh, <laughs> it's also a small holiday today. It's not super important, but there is something we should bring up. It's uh, the National Victory Over Genocide Day in Cambodia. So I thought hmm. that was pretty cool. Pretty Vogue important. day. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in the late 90s playing Vogs till late in the night. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that, that needed a, a shout-out. Uh, victory over genocide ah. in Cambodia today. Nice. No other reason to point out today that I can think of. I would give you $100 if you could point to Cambodia on a map. Okay. I could do that. <laughs> That's not a problem. Without the map being labeled. <laughs> I can get close. No, no, that's not it. I said I could get close. If, yeah. if, I want you to. If this is Africa, nope. yeah, yeah, go on. You keep turn going this way. It's uh, there. I have no idea. I was doing the mitten thing and just turned it upside <laughs> down. So Kyle is an amazing geographer. Geographer. Yeah. So happy victory over genocide day. All Vogue the, all day. the uh, to all of our Cambodian listeners. Yeah, yeah. should raise a glass to that. We should. Uh, we could, however, raise a glass to Mark. Happy birthday, Happy Mark. birthday, Mark. Thank Happy you. birthday. Thank you, very, thank you very much. It's the only reason I showed up tonight. <laughs> Did you get anything good for your birthday? A couple uh, shots of Rumplemans from me. <laughs> Several <laughs> shots of Rumplemans from your bar staff, and I got pens. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one, of, one of Kyle's bar staff bought me uh, 120 pens. Why? For trivia. For trivia, yeah. Oh. It was, I mean, it's a pretty look, nice gift. Like, like a year ago, this started out as kind of like it, it was just kind of a joke. Like I would all I would go recollect all the pens I used, and then Whitney uh, would steal them uh, to give to bar patrons so they could you know sign things. And so I was basically subsidizing her. Uh, yeah, and so it became this weird clandestine war. And so uh, as uh, like a uh, victory over uh, uh, pen genocide, penicide tonight. Uh, <laughs> she bought me penicide. I think. No. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 she bought me 120 pens. She was very delighted. Do they have it. your logo on them? No. Your company no, logo? No, They're Bic. just like big like, pens. Yeah, yeah, just big pens. You got rid of the uh, uh, the branded pencils a long time ago, didn't a you? A long time ago, yeah. yeah. People prefer pens. And they were costing me a lot of money for something that was basically a one-use item. Yeah. Yeah. How was your? Uh, how was everybody's New Year? 
It's good. I think so. I know you went up to I Michigan. Marion. Oh, no. For New Year's, I was in Marion, Illinois. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I always work. Uh, the last five years, I have been in a uh, St. Louis casino party uh, van or truck driving somewhere. for New At Year's. midnight? At midnight. Wow. Yep. Yeah. What'd you guys do? Uh, we had a nice little event at the uh, Elks Lodge. That's true. Yeah, on New Year's Eve. Okay. Yes, 20 bucks, all you can drink. We drank them out of beer again, even after warning them, because we <laughs> drank them out of beer last year. Said, hey, we're coming back. Buy more. Nah. nah. What kind of event is this that you decided to go to the Elks Lodge? It's just $20, good. all you can oh, drink. $20, all you can drink, Big yeah. potluck. They got a VJ or anything like that? Nah. A VJ? What? <laughs> El- I mean, El- but hey, to, be fair, to be fair, Elks people, like the Elks are known for VJing. I mean, that's... Uh, like What's a VJ? I, you guys ask, ask you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really happy. I spent most of my New Year's holiday watching uh, Letterkenny. Hulu put the latest four episodes on. And if you guys have never watched Letterkenny, I implore you, please, go watch Letterkenny. That's the Canadian show? You, if any of my friends would like this show, it would be you. I've it's seen basically the first episode. 30 like, minutes of puns. Yeah. Um, but they're funny. Unlike yours. I mean, it's really, really great. That's it's harsh. I mean, on Victory Over Cambodia today, Victory <laughs> Genocide of Cambodia, you can't give me this. Why, uh, why you? Do you have Cambodian relatives that we don't know about? <laughs> have you dated a girl from Cambodia that I've never stumped dated you? A, no. No. I was just happy that it was a holiday in Cambodia. <laughs> All right. That was, uh, that was good. Is there only one? Today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. They probably celebrate Christmas there, too. They're in Africa, so probably Easter. Kwanzaa. No. Kwanzaa starts the day after. Yeah, it is. It starts the day after Christmas. That absolutely is. Is it still yeah. going? Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's. It's like two weeks. Eight crazy no. nights. <laughs> so what uh, What was your guys' best gift you got this year for Christmas? Oh, my weighted blanket. Easy. Hands down. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, but the one, uh, well. The second, my okay, second. Okay, so I, like, I, what's a what's a weight? Like, I, know, I mean, I can. It's a blanket that weighs twenty five pounds. Yeah, but what's the what's the health benefit or like what? I don't know anything about. It. Like, I've seen these are. I don't know. I, it's supposed to help. Anxiety. Like, uh, anxiety. I know yeah. that too, but I don't. Autistic kids and whatnot. <laughs> Lauren got it for me because I have a hard time sleeping. She said okay. she thought it might help, and it absolutely does. I love it. I just, I put it on. I immediately relaxed. Okay. It's awesome. Uh, my second favorite would have been the uh, still. I bought. I technically I didn't get that. I bought that for Lauren for Christmas, but I'm the one doing all of the distilling. Right. Uh, so yeah, we got that on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, I guess. And I've run four batches already. Nice. So, yeah. What's been your favorite batch? What are you making? Right now, I'm just distilling old beer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because I haven't had time to really. Sit know, down and put together yeah. a wash. So, yeah. Uh, actually, Justin and I were just talking about it because I don't know like the, what the difference is. You know, I can write a recipe for beer, plug it into my computer, and it's going to tell me what all the numbers are supposed to be. Right. You know, I know what SO5 does. I know how many pounds of grain per gallon of beer I end up making, approximately what that's going to yield. I don't know shit about distilling. Yeah. Or writing recipes for whiskey or anything. My mom else. can teach you a lot about it if you want to make limoncello. Yeah, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Maybe she can sell me some of hers and we'll try it out. Uh but Justin got uh Lauren uh me a barrel. A, a two liter oak barrel that says like Jeff and Lauren two thousand eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, I assume. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna try and write a, a rye recipe and fill that up and right. go with it. Uh, when t- are you guys gonna I'm move really into the same house? Never. 
I could not live with Jeff. I don't think. And yet I look, at the, I look at the or people both you, of them together. And yet I look at the people you do live with, and I'm not sure that, how you manage that. Yeah, it's tough. It's already it's tough enough like, with what I have. Like I don't. <laughs> don't let them kid you. We've talked about. Honest this. question: If you could In swap out your two current ever. roommates for Jeff and Lauren, would that be like? Would you do that or not? I had. Oh man, John's a really good roommate. I gotta yeah, give him yeah, credit. Yeah. yeah. But I get rid of the other one. Yes. <laughs> That's a really really I'm, tough I'm at, question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to put some serious thought into that. Okay. Well, get back to me. Jeff and Lauren come with a kid, though. Yeah, he's right. I don't, I don't think so. I think I'm, I'm going no just on that, that fact right there. Okay. That's fair. I understand yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lynn and I don't have kids for a reason. I'm not trying to watch somebody else's very often or have it around all the time. Mm. Yeah, it was enough. Like, my mom was in town uh, for Christmas. Uh, over New Year's, and so I got to spend like she, she was in town for Christmas over New Year's. Well, we celebrated Christmas with her over the New Year's uh, holiday. Okay. Uh, and I got to spend a lot of family time with my sister and her boys, my nephews, and uh, that just solidified a lot of reasons why I don't have children. <laughs> they oh, were really, yeah, great. Okay. Did you get something, a favorite gift? Uh, this year, I asked just for a bunch of stuff that I would probably never buy for myself. Um, I guess my favorite, uh, uh, for my KitchenAid mixer, I got a pasta attachment that is just easier. Than I want one of those, but they're fucking expensive, they all, so I won't really, buy it for like myself. I, like it's, I, I have, it, I have it, like a hand-cranked pasta mixer, but I got to tell you. I know how to party or what? I know, right? Like I look, Listen, I have I, have I would no be illusion. excited about that, yeah. I was super excited. In fact, my mom gave it to me a day early because I made fresh pasta for Christmas dinner. Like, nice. Yeah. I want hmm. one of those in the meat grinder. I, so uh, I, but they're like really 150 too, bucks yeah. a piece for I the attachments. I've seen you on grinder. I know that you've already got <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost asked for that for my birthday, uh, for a meat grinder. I don't need it, but I would. I would no, I don't either. I would. But I would use it. I would use When's your birthday? Hmm. Uh, well, we got about uh, an hour and 18 Happy minutes left, depending birthday. on what time zone you're in. Cambodia. Cambodian time. It was like, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. Kyle, what about you? Uh, Kelly hook it up with. We we do like a hundred dollars. That's that's basically what we do a piece. So <laughs> they just exchange yeah, one hundred dollars bill. One crisp one hundred dollars. Uh, the the no. thing that I got most, that I was most excited about the kitchen was I got those uh, the gravity uh, pepper grinder. So instead of like cranking it, you just turn it upside down and it and it grinds itself. What? Yeah. I don't I don't know yeah. this. Okay, yeah. I've never yeah. seen that, but it sounds I cool. I have no idea yeah. what this is, but I so love all you it. do is turn it upside down, and it. <laughs> For those of you go. where this huh. motion, yeah. and I know I'm doing it on radio, the crank, crank, crank is too much. Like that's, yeah, I mean, you can make pasta with your fucking thing like this, but it's fair cool point. Yeah. All right, fair point. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rare valid point. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of small stuff. Yeah, some clothes, some books. Yeah, nice. Okay, so I got Lauren the uh, Cujo book. You know, she she loves to read, and she's a blues fan. I'm like, this this will be great. You know, she she's been looking for a book, so I bought it for her. She goes, "Who's Curtis Joseph?" Ooh. I gave oh. I gave two of those books away for Christmas. I think you meant the Stephen King book. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I gave two of those away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to my dad and uh, to Clay. So my grandfather, uh, he's got dementia pretty bad, and it's 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 really random the way he thinks now, but I gave him a book about um, building the stealth bomber, 
like he was big in the aerospace industry. Best thing about it, you give it to him next year too. Right, and he can like <laughs> I, I've given it to him for the last three birthdays too. Like it's great. Uh, so my grandfather though, now that he has dementia, he's telling all these really fun stories that he never has before. For instance, he knew Chuck Yeager. Not only did he know him, he was like really good friends with Chuck Yeager. Gave him a handy kind of a friend? Uh, honestly, or? like wouldn't surprise me type of relationship. He's like, oh yeah, Chuck and I, we used to travel around all the time together. Like their wives. Are you sure he's not making this up? No, I am absolutely positively sure. Like he never told these stories before, but now he gets like focused and obsessed by things and he remembers other things. He's like, oh yeah, Chuck Yeager and I were really good friends. My grand, like, if I knew Chucky, look, you guys all know. You think there's, like, a box of love letters between them Uh, in the closet somewhere? If they had some clandestine homosexual relationship, it honestly wouldn't shock me. I'd be like, hey, go grandpa. Lots of pictures of them both dressed, like, you know, in the Mormon (laughs) underwear kind of a thing. I I don't know. One of them their butt flaps open. You guys know that I am related to Susan Sarandon, and I never shut up about her. If I was, was, like, friends with Chuck Yeager, I would would tell everybody I knew. Oh, you mean, like, your Paul Rudd story? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Susan Sarandon. Yes, I know. That's always your joke when I say. <laughs> it's like, but Mark, I didn't, don't you know who your family is? I didn't forget. <laughs> Suzanne Summers. We've all seen her tits. I, I was actually having this conversation with a couple people at the bar today. Um, who is the most, uh, we all know you, uh, Paul Rudd, the most famous person that you've met? And I'm not talking like. Saw in a Wendy's across the way and didn't say right. hi to. Right. Or even like paid for a meet and greet where you stood in line, got their right, autograph right. or something. That you truly met, like you hung out with and, and like said to more than one generic on a, sentence to. On a personal level. Do you have anybody? Like I had a really hard time trying to come up with it. Steven Jackson came into the bar. Oh, yeah, that's right. A couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I remember that. Him and Tony Twist are probably the two most famous people that I've truly met. Sat down, had a conversation with kind of a thing. I don't think that Stephen Jackson was really cool, right? I mean, yeah, he was, he was very yeah. friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, he took a picture with me and shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, nice yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Probably Ross Detweiler. Ross Detweiler. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've been to plenty of. When I was a kid, we'd go to the autograph signings and stuff that used to happen in. Uh, Sorry, is he a blues player? Uh, I don't know who that is. He's a baseball player. Baseball yeah, player. Yeah, okay. he lives here uh, in town. That's you, Mark. This is me. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. we can rotate around. Yep. Whatever. Yep. But we used to we used to go down to the uh, uh, hotels. Used to, conventions uh, had baseball conventions all the time for autographs and stuff. So I got to meet a lot of famous old school ball players. Sure, you got but to shake like, hands with with several people. Yeah, but like I I'm got to truly met. You know, got to shake hands with Mickey Mantle. Like that was fucking awesome. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't have a conversation, <laughs> and it cost a lot of money to do that. If you took a picture, uh, where would you put it up? Uh, probably on my wall. Okay, you should put it on the hearth. Yeah, on the hearth. Yeah. Somewhere above the hearth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've waited on a bunch of famous people. Yeah. Uh, I had dinner with Lou Brock. That was pretty cool. Uh, I waited was on. Was that part of like a charity event or something? Uh, yeah. I mean, he was uh, like a chairman. Oh, he for just waited. So, have you ever met somebody when you weren't the hired help? <laughs> he was sitting outside Lou Brock's, yeah. uh, you know, that. kitchen window having like a hungry man meal or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lou I can't <laughs> wait to show Lou my upside down pepper grinder. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think who. A couple of blues players. Um, I waited on the commissioner of the NFL. Goodell? Yeah. And he was a nice guy. Uh, I don't think I've act, like it, Lou Brock would be the one that I've spent an hour with just sitting at a table and listening to stories, and I wasn't hired help. Yeah, 
I never really have like run into anybody. I haven't super either. F- I mean, I've seen people like Cam Jansen. Uh, when Lynn and I were yeah. in Vegas, uh, yeah, we walked by. I said hi to Andrew Dice Clay uh, when we were in the hotel. Yeah. I did oh. that, but with uh, Carrot Top. Yeah. yeah. We and, were in, uh, walking through MGM, and he walked past me. He just looked at me, and he had a bunch of cronies around him that were like yeah, no early pictures. 20s, like uh, skater punk kids. It was a weird combo. It was like, you know. Dice, who's like what fifty five, probably I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, I bet he's is hanging now. out with all these twenty year old kids. It was it was a weird combo of people, and I'm like, hey, what's up, Dice? And he just looked at me. But and honest the, question: the kids are, glared, and <laughs> there was is no anybody comfort. like if you if you were at a bar or at a restaurant or at an airport and you saw somebody famous, would you go talk to them? I wouldn't. Like I I'm, I don't. Think it depends on the situation. I always say hi. Like when when I'm I shake a hand, Tony, but I guess that's the I don't thing. We're not talking about shaking a hand. Yeah. I mean, for this to count, right? You have to go up and have a conversation with him. Would you like? When I met Tony Twist, yeah, we were at a bar. He was playing pool. I put quarters up. Okay. Yeah. So right. you know, it's a so that yeah call okay. on the table. You sure. know, you know yeah. we get to play winners. So yeah, it depends on the situation. Sure. You know, if he was sitting down different. at dinner and I was walking yeah. past, it, that's no what I mean. There are very few situations where I think I would feel comfortable, yeah. like or even at the airport, if you know they're walking to their flight or. But I've got a, like I have a buddy from Atlanta, and he like I can't tell you the number of people he's walked up and taken pictures with and had a thirty minute conversation because that's just his personality. It's just not mine. Like I don't. I think if I was at the airport and we were waiting on flights to get like not on the same flight, but you know we were both just sitting in the same general area. Yeah, he's just sitting there reading the paper or something. Yeah, I, depending on who it is, I might go up and say hi. Yeah, you know, I'll tell him I'm a fan or whatever. But, I played blackjack with Alex Petrangelo the last time I was there. Uh, for an hour, so I barely remember it. So it was that good of a night. <laughs> uh, I I got a buddy who uh, used to be the pit boss at the Harris Casino on Bourbon Street, the end of Bourbon Street in New Orleans. And his the one story he always tells me is he was the one who kicked Charles Barkley out of there and banned him from that casino. <laughs> what did Barkley do? Yeah, Gamble Barkley's n- tremendous alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah and he gets super. But I mean, like he's. If you if you th- if you have an amalgamation of every loud drunken person who's ever been in one of your bars that you want to leave, Charles Barkley is that with more money and louder. Okay, I get it. And, and listen, a worse golf swing. And I <laughs> I know he's a fan of the podcast, so I don't want to, I don't I don't want to do too much. So I mean, sorry, Charles. Charles, yeah, Chucky. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, real quick, um, we cracked our first beer. We we haven't mentioned uh, we're doing all home brews tonight. We had. Um, our friends Eugene and Mike brought us a bunch of stuff in uh, right before the holidays, and because we were off for a couple of weeks, we hadn't got to drink it, so I uh, wanted to get to them before uh, you know they sat for too long. So this first beer is uh, Eugene's. It's Mad Dog Mosaic Session IPA, 5%, 87 IBU. Uh, he said it was supposed to be a mosaic wheat, but his nine-year-old assistant threw the dry hops in at the beginning of the boil. <laughs> just, cur- just curious on your thoughts. I'll be doing the corrected version again. What's the other beer that he brought in? A uh, Brett Saison. That's this. That's this. I thing. think this might be yeah, the Saison. The Brett Saison. Well, I'm really glad to hear. Oh wait, <laughs> yeah, black cap. I looked at the wrong color cap. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's no way this is a, a mosaic IPA from him because he's I said, too I'm good like, of a I'm brewer. Like, I'm, I'm getting pairs. This is a, a Belgian. <laughs> Big head on Brett. Five point two five. That's a great it's name. It's a really good name. I told him that when he dropped it off. Um, 
He said he made a version of this Saison earlier in the year that everyone but Jeff liked. I replaced the BE-134 for Y-Yeast-5112 and used regular oranges for puree instead of the blood oranges. And it's, uh, yeah, standard uh, pills and malt, wheat DME, and some caramel. Still not a huge fan, but it's very well made. And I, I do like it better than the other version he brought in. It's got a really nice carbonation to it. Yeah. It's fizzy in your mouth, which mm-hmm. I think is right on for the style. A little higher than normal. Yeah. yeah. The Brett is nice on it. It's not overpoweringly funk in yep. our farmhouse. Um, I also really like the oranges. I do, too. I, said, I think, I don't but know. I'm I trying to decide if I think they're a little muted. The only thing I don't oh, like. Oh, really? It, so that it, tastes no, a lot yeah, of orange. Yeah, I get a lot of orange. Do you guys think it's a little action. bitter? I don't know if it's that, uh, that's just me. I, I think, just it's, I think it's just bread. a little dry, maybe, yeah. is where you're perceiving it as bitter. And it says it's only 20 like, IBU. I kind of would like to take a version. Uh, t- I would kind of like to taste a version with the blood oranges, though. Yeah. Apparently, that was the last we one. We had it on but the show. with different yeast and yeah. whatnot. So yeah. that's a big difference. So we had regular oranges and different that's yeast. That's what I mean. Like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think this I is a good beer. Oranges. I do, too. And I think, honestly, this beer with blood oranges would be yeah, really, really good. I don't hate this. No. no. By any stretch. No. I think it's pretty tasty. It wouldn't be something but that I would drink. No, we need it just because I don't I, like Saison. Yeah. I would. But yeah, I, would, I, I like this beer a lot. If I ordered this at a brewery just because it was something new I hadn't had, I'd be happy with it. Yeah. Yeah, so good job on that, buddy. Yeah. Like I said, like I kind of want to, like the depth of the blood orange. And maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe you're right. Maybe the orange is a little. Yeah. <clears throat> so outside of uh, Paul Rudd, have you met anybody? I like truly hung out kind of a thing. Did Suzanne ever bring people over to the holidays when you guys hung out? <laughs> oh, that little fucker you played uh, foosball with. Oh, yeah, the kid. The kid his name was uh, Mark on the show, and he uh, he said he hated the name Mark. That kid I hate still to this day. He was such a such a jerk. Who would you guys uh, like? Well, Who is your – you get to sit down for an hour for dinner right now. Anybody, it could be dead. They could be dead, too. Uh, who would you sit down for dinner with for an hour? Man, that's a, a fucking tough question. Jesus Lincoln. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> the cook? The dishwasher from the bar we were at, we had lunch at today? No, that's Lincoln Jesus. Oh, okay. I was getting I mean, confused. You yeah. keep mixing those two people up. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I've thought about this question a lot. I mean, this is I mean, this is right. I mean, this is the standard. It's, like, yeah, if you had three people, right? You're gonna have a dinner party. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's really tough. It all depends on the day, the mood. Yeah, right. I mean, part of me would pick. Would you pick Cobain? Would you want to sit down and... No, I don't think so. No? No. I mean, as much as I love his music, I don't know that I want to yeah, hang out I, with I'm him. Kinda, you know? I'm kind of the same way, I think. Because I'd want to hear somebody that's got great stories. So the first yeah. person I thought of was Sinatra. I think Sinatra that's would be great awesome guess. to talk yeah. to, man. Uh, he's the first one. Oh, he? I, I thought you were know. talking about Nancy Sinatra. I mean, because her boots, man. <laughs> she can walk right mm-hmm. out of here for all I give yeah. a shit. If she's not... Never mind. What? <laughs> I'd probably go with like, oh, maybe probably. like Jadger Hoover. Somebody just to see if he actually dressed like that. <laughs> no, to but ask him if dogs were afraid of it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well done. What the fuck, Kyle? Well done. 
Uh, go on. I mean, no, I just I'm, I'm just trying to think of somebody that has the most interesting stories, and I like he was so involved in spying on everyone. I yeah. got to imagine he's got some stories that never made it out of the archives. Like who killed Kennedy and stuff right. like that. Who's like a? Is there any big celebrities that are? Uh, that you think would be like really into like craft beer? Like you could go to a brewery and sit down and have like pints with. Well, Dan Aykroyd, he's really into Crystal Skull Vodka. It's yeah. gotta, there's got to be a Venn diagram somewhere, right? <laughs> he would be a cool guy to talk to. Yeah, Bill Murray. I would pick Bill Murray. I would pick Bill. Dan Aykroyd's a crazy person. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he's a crazy person. I think near the bottom of this would be Dan Aykroyd or Chevy Chase. I don't think I'd want to hang out with either one of them. I guess it also depends. Like, I mean, you're assuming that this this person, right, would want to share their like, right? I mean, that's the yeah. Other I think you like, get you know carte blanche. You get okay. to ask. You All get, right, and you they get have true to answer answers. true answers. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of old Saturday Night Live guys that I'd like to sit down with. Chris Farley, I would love to sit down and fucking just hear him bullshit. They say he was like I mean, everybody that. I mean, of course, he died. It's kind of the same thing. Why Jeff likes Nirvana that they think it's the best because he died. But well, yeah, that's why. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would love yeah, I tell you, if Cobain was alive today, I'd be like, fuck Nirvana, that band sucks. <laughs> Just be like Green Day. Speaking of bands that suck. <laughs> Mark, I tried to look up other Mark, Mark Foster from Step by Step, that kid, yeah. his net worth. It doesn't even show up because there's a, uh, the guy, Mark, there's another guy named Mark Foster who's the lead singer for the band Foster the People. So, <laughs> so if it makes Oh, shit, you, that's, yeah. that's where the Foster came from. If you, uh, yeah, I didn't know that either. Or do you think he changed his name? Like the band, the Interrupters, the lead singer goes by Amy Interrupter. I got Hang a on, hunch that, that's not. That was real. just his character's name in the show. His name was not actually Mark. Oh, was it? No. No, that's why he hates that name. Remember? Yeah. Oh well, fuck. What was his name? That's why I was trying to figure out. I was gonna try and make you feel better about yourself if I, you know, find out he was destitute and. His know. name is Christopher Castile. Net worth. I'm typing that in now. Eighteen hundred dollars. You'd be happy then, right? You've got that much on you. <laughs> I don't know how to spell Castile. Oh man, we're the same age. Are you guys really? Wait, was he like uh, one of those actors that was playing somebody much younger than he actually was? No, I. I mean, I think he was playing. The, he yeah. was your age when. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's under review. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That can't be good. Yeah, that's <laughs> that means he hasn't done shit since that show, and he hasn't. I worth, don't think he he's has. Worth fuck all. Well, you know, he got yeah, he got kicked off that show for being a twerp. I did not realize he was in Beethoven's Second as well. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. Oh, movie. that was him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and like they 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 basically trimmed the cast. They they kicked him off, and the guy who played Cody, who was the kind of stoner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he got in trouble because he beat his wife and went to jail for it. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> Justin here for Morning Recovery. You know what I love? Drinking. You know what I hate? Hangovers. That's why I never leave the bar without grabbing a Morning Recovery. No, they didn't bottle up Ann Sullivan, but it is full of vitamins and science. Drink it at the end of the night and wake up feeling like you had a boring night in with the family. Check out MorningRecoveryDrink.com for more information. And remember, with Morning Recovery, tomorrow starts tonight. Uh, so you guys remember the, uh, the the Pabst Miller story from last year? That Miller said that they can't make Pabst anymore and Pabst right. is suing them and all that good stuff. Well, Miller had the, the brewery over in, where was it, South Carolina, North Carolina? Cambodia. Wherever the fuck that was. 
Pabst offered him $100 million for it. So for $100 million, you know, well, you don't have to make our beer anymore. We'll buy the land, the brewery, the building, blah, 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 blah. Miller said no. Um, <coughs> God, I'm sorry about that. Miller said no uh, because, you know, they didn't, they couldn't, they didn't want to, whatever the case may be. Never really gave a straight answer for it. Well, Miller ended up selling that property last month uh, to, what, what did they call it? Uh, a demolition company. So it was based in, it was 1,400 acre brewery in Eden, North Carolina, and they sold it to a demolition company uh, for $3 million. <laughs> what a fucking screw you to right? PPR, like, man. Why? They said. Because they don't need the money, so fuck them. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they said. Uh, Who doesn't want $97 million, though? That they bought, that they bought it, and they realized that would put me in a different tax bracket. And I just don't <laughs> yeah, that there's already too much brewing capacity in North America, combined with not enough packaging capacity, and that if a particular brewery, i.e. Pabst, could add capacity for both, it would be a lose lose for Miller Coors. So while they didn't want to leave ninety seven million dollars on the table, considering the amount. That Paps could undercut them. So the, the lifespan of PBR versus Miller products on the shelf. That you it can was lose worth, more money than it was worth ninety-seven million dollars. I would like to see that. Yeah, I want to see that. Uh, yeah, uh, the accountants that figured that one out. The actuary they sold it for two point seven five million. Fuck, I could have come up with that. Yeah, I mean, for that kind of money, absolutely. <laughs> could uh, say what size brewery it was. Does not. It just says fourteen hundred acre brewery. I, I gotta imagine if PBR Pabst was brewing there, it's massive. Offered to buy it for a hundred million. Miller Coors countered with seven hundred and fifty million, <laughs> to which Paps said, "Go fuck yourself." Um, they said there's two theories as to why they sold it so cheap. One is that is the one that I just said about the capacity, and two is. Miller Coors has a truly awful real estate agent negotiator on staff who needs to be fired for making a terrible deal or promoted for saving so much money on Miller Coors IRS tax bill for huge capital loss. Yeah. So, honestly, you shouldn't have like now to think about it. I mean that 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 could be an actual thing. Maybe. I don't think that's the reason they did it, but yeah, I don't think you can discount. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't oh, It says that they they bought it in 2008. For $53 million. So they lost <laughs> $50 million on this deal. Yeah. Plus, I mean, whatever they did to it. All right, what are we drinking next? This is the uh, Mosaic uh, Session IPA. <laughs> yeah. This is the, the Red Cap. Much more accurately tasting of an IPA. Uh, so Paste Magazine also put out the best and worst beer and liquor trends of 2018. Um, which I thought was kind of fun. Uh, for the best trends, they only put out four of each. Um, and number one was the rise of simple craft lagers. The fact that craft breweries are putting out basic beers. You know, you're playing browns, you're playing pilsners and stuff like that, which, well, I guess not really browns if they're going to say the craft lager, but you know what I mean. Um, That's interesting because I, I was actually going to bring this up. Sometime last week, one of the facebook beer forums pages that i'm all group uh grouped in 
somebody was at a brewery and had whatever the new release Pilsner was from the brewery, and he was just bashing it. He's like, why would I drink anything? Local? That- no, no. Oh. It was, uh, I don't remember, not, not in Missouri. He's like, why would I go to a brewery and pay $12 a six-pack for basically Budweiser? And I, and I kind of understand that from the price point perspective. Like, you could get a beer that's a brewery very shouldn't be charging similar. $12 for a six-pack because I know it doesn't cost them that much. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the specifics, but so many people in the thread were like, yeah, it's bullshit. Craft brewery should stick to, you know, basically the crazy shit and leave the Dis- light loggers to Bud and Miller. I'm like, I don't agree with that at all. And I was like really disheartened to see how many nah. comments were hard pass. jumping on that bandwagon to say to hate on on lager. I'm like and there was a few people who were like, look, it's the like one of the hardest styles to brew right because there's nothing to hide behind. You no, have to be able to make a super good beer, good recipe, good brewing technique, and it shows I kind of get it though because I the difference between the best lager and the worst lager I've ever had I don't know is that pronounced. Oh man, I couldn't disagree more there. I, I think there are I, for that style. I kind of understand what you're saying because you, if you take a, another one, if you take stout, you know that that the range is. Vast. I guess that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying yeah. there are not bad lagers. I, maybe that's a, that's a misrepresentation. I just mean I like. I okay, so right now within three seconds, what's the best lager you've ever had? There you tech go. X. Like, okay. Yeah, Tech X. Yeah. I, I just I just but, mean I think that's a difficult I think it's a difficult style to do above and beyond great. No, like, to stand out. No offense to Tech X or Second Shift, but if I'm going to buy a lager, I'm not I, I'd rather spend, you know, thirteen dollars on a thirty pack of PBR. Than no, for sure. Thirteen dollars on a six pack. And of by the way, X. I honestly don't think it's the price point. I just think that style but is difficult. Because I also, if I'm only going to drink one of them, I would much rather spend five dollars a pint on Tech X than a dollar sure. fifty yeah, pint of PBR. I just think most breweries now are in an arms race, like trying to one up each other with styles and flavors and tastes, and that's a difficult style to stand out in. I don't know if you've heard or not, but they're expecting nine thousand breweries <laughs> in the U.S. soon. Somebody told me that seven or eight times this month. I think the um, one of the issues is that for me, I don't. If I'm drinking for when I because I want to have something good, I don't go to a lager. I'm usually drinking lagers or pilsners when we're out playing yard games or at a sporting event or something, you know, where I'm going to have eight or ten beers, and I don't want to pay $5 a pint of beer when I'm doing but, I mean, isn't that, like that. Isn't that yeah. that guy in line's point? Like, I mean, But hey, if I go to, to a, a brewery, brewery and I see a Pilsner on tap, if I'm going to have three or four beers at that brewery, odds are I'm going to buy that one. Because, one, yeah, I, I appreciate too. the style. I like the style. And, two, I, want, I think nothing defines a brewery better. If you can do a good Pilsner, a good light lager, I think that speaks volumes for you. Yeah. I, ag- I agree, but I don't think – most consumers are you. You know what I mean? With yeah, like, you're probably I, right. I, you know, I think when most people come into a brewery, especially if you're a mid-tier person, like, <coughs> you don't, you want, like, you taste a Pilsner and, eh. The second a- paragraph of this actually goes into this a little bit. Um, they said that, one, Founder Salad Gold is absolutely killing the industry right now. That's, my um, grandfather has switched to drinking that. That's, that's the, the beer um, Avery's contract brewing for right. Founders now. 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that part. Okay. Um, they can't keep up on production. Yeah, they said that is just absolutely destroying the the industry. Uh, but it also proves that uh, a lot of people will actually pay a premium to buy a lager, uh, and that people w- are showing a whole new appreciation, especially for hoppier ones. Yeah. I, th- I think there's two things that y- you consider that. Uh, the first thing is that no matter what, no matter what brewery it is, and especially, I mean, every brewery that we're talking about probably has a tap room. They, they have regulars and they are going to go in and people have to have it just like here. And that kind of leads my next point is that we both run our taps the same way is that you have to have a nice mix of everything. No one's going to sit there. I mean, right, right now I have all these huge beers on and people are pissed off because there's nothing low ABV except for, you know, eight beers. Yeah. So you have to have a nice mix. Oh, they yeah, bring up in the article. That's also a good way of getting those new people, you know, when you know the four of us go in, we've got Kyle right. with There's us their who doesn't beer. drink craft yeah. beer. We're like, well, all right, here, start with this one and work your way up. I wish uh, we we have we usually have the Baroque uh, Old Sixty Three on tap. A fantastic! Uh, beer. It's a great pilsner, and um, I I'm glad that we have that on fairly often. But uh, I do think a lot of times when people come in, we don't have that kind of that light beer option on on tap. There are still people that want to drink it. I think you know that guy was a. You know, uh, beer nerds are different from your general consumer, uh, absolutely. So I don't think he speaks for the majority of of people that drink beer. Somebody even from craft Schlafly beer. told us that we shouldn't be focusing on beer nerds. I don't remember who or what the situation was, but you know. I've read so many s- articles that have uh, have that uh, sentiment. I ta- though I was talking about Pendergraft's uh, oh, flyer. Yeah. It's mm. it's true though. There's a certain amount of truth to that. Uh, way more. Yeah. There's way more non beer nerds that drink craft beer than the hardcore guys. Yeah. The hardcore guys are just way more vocal about everything. Yeah, and that's in anything, you know. right? Yeah. So the number two cool trend that they said were double barrel whiskeys. Uh, apparently, that's I didn't realize that a lot of places were doing this now. I didn't either. But they would, they, they'll they'll age their whiskey in a brand new charred oak barrel, like U.S. law states. But then they transfer it over into something else, be it a port barrel or a sherry barrel or something yeah. like that. Apparently, that's what everybody's doing now, and. Uh, I think that's cool because I have had, like, Papa bought me a bottle of Jefferson's uh, that was aged in a Chardonnay barrel. Okay. Unbelievably delicious. It's so good. Probably one of my favorite bottles that I've got in in my collection right now. Okay. I don't know if you guys have any experience with those or not. High West Double Rye. Yeah. Um, really, the I love it, and it's it's probably, you know, one of the only ones I can think of. Um, yeah, me too. I didn't know this was a big American trend. wise. We have we carry the Macallan Twelve that's aged in uh, sherry and uh, American oak barrels. Yeah. And that's a that's a great Scotch. It's one of the few I can uh, actually drink. Yeah, Glenfiddich so, did. Uh, they did a like their regular barrels that regular bourbon barrels. Then they came over and did um, like a so they they get inherited barrels, of course, from all the bourbon you know distillers, you know, like Jim Beam and all that shit. They send them over. Well, what they did was they did that, and then they did fresh bourbon barrels. So, like you're saying, the char. So you get something different that you wouldn't, wouldn't normally get in scotch. It was really great. Uh, numbers three and four aren't super exciting for us, but uh, low-alcohol cocktails yeah. were number three. Sure. And uh, four is half bottles. Apparently, that's a big thing with wine. They're selling, what, I guess, uh, like 325. Or, or, yeah. Yeah, Mom didn't raise no bitch. Get a whole bottle. I think it's nice for if you're going out, though. 
and you're with somebody I that think doesn't you should drink. Start selling crafts of wine that just are like you print. Mama didn't raise no bitch and just plop it down Hold on the on. table. If Flynn and I went out to a restaurant and wanted to have wine, I would be the one that would have to compromise on what I wanted to drink because we don't drink anything close to the same wine. So, like, if we had the option to buy a three a three seventy five each instead of a full bottle of something, uh, I'd be I'd be happy with that. The what they say the the two big reasons that they're doing it is one, it's the perfect amount for two people to for dinner, which to me seems like bullshit. Cause that's only one glass yeah, each, right? right? Uh, but the other one, which one I actually agree beer. with, is that it's it's more like beer. Smaller volumes means you can buy more to sample. So more like craft beer if you want to sure. do a know, flight. Do a flight, yeah. yeah. You can buy them in half bottles, which I think is cool. Are we all cab people at the table if we choose? Full body cab. I like, I like dry reds, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm I not know. limited to cab, but we're right. not yeah. drinking fucking Merlot. No. <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, I'm a Norton guy, actually. I like the you Missouri. Know what I, the, la- the last, uh, Norton's the last two Nortons I've had it. For me. Yeah, it's not not my deal. Depending like on who it is. Yeah. Um Charlottesville makes an incredible yeah, Norton. Charlottesville's yeah. Norton is awesome. Is. Uh but I've had a lot of really mediocre Nortons at yeah. some wineries in, in in St. Charles here. I started drinking Pinot Noir. Um, and then kind of graduated to a, a heavier body. Uh, but I fucking love wine. I wish I drank more wine. I just don't. I'll tell you, my guilty pleasure wine is I, I only have Boone's it when Farm? we. Yeah. Uh, well, that too. <laughs> um, Cedar Lakes out in Forestell. Uh, uh, I think Defiance? it's Forestell. No, it's huh? down 70. I think it's in Forestell. Cedar Lakes Cellars. It is. It's off tea. Uh, they have a sparkling almond wine that is fucking awesome really oh my god it's so good uh we go out there every couple times a year for whatever you know friends that want to go out there or something or my uh, my wife's mom and uh dad like to go out there i that's all i drink when i go out there because i'm not gonna buy it for myself for home (laughs) but i'll pay six dollars a glass for it when i'm out there it's really good so all right then you get to the uh the bottom four and I think this could be a, a nice little discussion for us. Number one, the worst trend in beer is peak IPA turbidity and sweetness. I don't know what the fuck that means. All right, turbid IPAs are the ones you can't see through. Mm-hmm. And sweet is the opposite of bitter. <laughs> Go on. So milkshake. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. essentially yeah. that's what they're saying. Milkshake IPAs. I'm on board with milkshake IPAs. I'm over. And, and I mean, I'm not... I'm not I don't. Th- I don't see a problem with them. I mean, I don't either. As long as they're not brute, I'm fine with it. Um, I'm not going to turn narrow gauge beer down at any point. Real quick, Eugene, that IPA was real good. A little dry for my taste. Super dry. But, uh, uh, I thought it was a little sweet as well. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, a nice beer. Uh, we just cracked. Um. Um, Mike Stewart's hockey nut. Brown ale, English brown with cinnamon and almonds, five point two percent. Almonds, Justin should love the shit out of this. I might. So they're uh, going back to this article. They're they're not saying all milkshake IPAs, but some of them are actually pretty good, especially if you get into the Treehouse Trillium, places like, like that. But there are so many breweries out there all trying to mimic the style. There are a ton of terrible ones. I honestly feel like you could throw a dart at an end of every end of the year article like this that is talking about a style that's been trendy mm-hmm. about the oversaturation of the market. It's just the nature of 
having all these breweries. And there are 9,000 breweries <laughs> now in the United States. Yeah, like, so that's popular, everyone's going to make one, right? Yeah. Like, right. Everyone wants to make their customers happy with... You know, I mean, customers say, oh, I really want to try this milkshake IPA. Or yeah. I had this one. It was delicious. How come you guys don't have one? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yes. You almost have to do it because of your clientele. I'm a big fan of this beer, by the way. Are you? Yeah. I really, really like it. I think it's really well done. I don't. Uh, I'm not a fan of almonds, so this is a little bit of a miss for me. Well, almonds almond actually comes through really nice. Almond on the nose a lot. What was the style? I'm sorry. Brown. English I also brown. don't like brown. Yeah, I mean, this is almond on the nose, cinnamon on the on the tongue, and uh, really, really good body. I mean, like it's a lighter body, but it drinks. It's brown. It drinks it's not great. supposed to be. Yeah, no, heavy. Yeah, it drinks great, especially English brown. I would like more body out of this beer. Really, five five. Uh, yeah, you said five two. Brewing like uh, how it's do great. you add like how do you add more body to a beer? There's several ways. Uh, on this beer, like, is there a recommendation? You, I'm, I know, I'm kind of. Uh, on this one here, I would probably boil a little longer. Okay. Uh, he may not have been able to do that because of his collection. You probably got to bump the malt bill up a bit. Uh, you could also add some oats. That would help. Uh, those would probably be the easiest things Okay. on a homebrew scale. Um, I know that's a tough question, I, though. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. I know, right? And, there are so many things going. I was and one to... way doesn't work all right, well right. for all of it. You know, like he couldn't boil anymore. If he if he got five two out of this, and that's what he was shooting for, boiling anymore is going to increase yeah, just, that ABV. Yeah. You know, there's it's not an easy question. Uh, but yeah, I would prefer a little more body out of my brown. I think this is thin. I think it's good as it is. So. Me too. Personal preference. The and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the cinnamon is nice on it. Yeah. Uh, I don't get a ton of almond like you guys do. Oh, it's I think it's just a liquid almonds. I don't get a ton of almonds. It's like I get amaretto flavor. It's yeah. really good. On the nose, I get nothing but cinnamon. <laughs> Honestly, if he aged this in amaretto barrels, that would be, I would drink the shit out of that beer. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> Probably not. Is the cinnamon extract? Uh, I it's d- Mike. I doubt. I, it. I, I think, don't think he's so. all. Yeah. I think yeah. he's I, I don't know. I, for a while. I mean, so well, he's well, he's probably on right now. He so look, was look earlier. Real cinnamon. I mean, that seems like nobody's on. That's a lot. I mean, do you have to put a lot of cinnamon in for something like that for a home? No, home? no. Cinnamon really? goes pretty far. No shit. Yeah. Have you ever had a Braxis? <laughs> he did a ninety-minute boil. Yes, but we're talking about an enormous like cinnamon I, was I, in the boil. He just no. Oh. He just let us know on chat. I could see. Oh, how I thought that said pounds at first. I'm yeah, like, me too. <laughs> th- oh, one and a half tablespoons. Yeah. Jesus, wow. I, I thought that said pounds too. I thought it was LBS. Like, dude, Ooh. nah, let's cut that back. Is that, <laughs> five, is that five gallons? There's your problem. Yeah, I'm sure it's a five gallon batch. Yeah. Holy shit! It really does go a long way. Yeah. Especially with one pint, point five pounds. I mean, of for cinnamon. Scotty Crotty, our spice double we just tapped yeah. uh, last week. I think for the whole batch, barrel and a half, we did. Probably four ounces of spices total. Um, so it, it goes pretty far. You don't need a whole lot. Uh, number two on the worst trends are malted rye whiskeys. We don't really get into a whole lot of what whiskey talk yeah. here. Um, uh, I'll tell you what the, how they rephrase it. Uh, think about any rye you've ever had. Whether blah, 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 blah. Hang on. Seems to be adding some percentage of malted rye into the mash bill has become increasingly popular, especially for independent micro distillers. And frankly, it's ruined some otherwise tasty whiskeys. They're trying uh, to convert bourbon a- drinkers. What? Right? They're just trying to convert. They're trying to get 
Or is that a cost-saving measure? I have no, no. idea. I, I love why rye. You, I don't know I why you I love rye. Rye is great. Why would you add a bunch of... Uh, the malted rye tends to invariably present an overwhelming bready or yeasty note that is immediately distinctive. Uh, that is had, really interesting. Had whiskeys yeah, I don't that know if used it's a taste trend or if it's a... No. I guess the not. ones that used only it's 10 or 20 percent malted rye, but the results have always been the same nuance. The other classic rye flavors covered up under that sole doughy note. I'm going to guess that's cost saving. I'm going to guess it's so expensive to make those. I don't things really know the difference between malted rye and regular rye, to be honest with you. I don't either. But if I you're mean, is it adding, germinated and oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's malted. Malted, I would guess. Yeah, that's what I assume. I mean, regular rye is just plucked off the malted stalk and then, and then roasted. A little bit or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, number three, peak pastry stout. Oh, I can see that. Uh, follow this one right alongside the IPA entry above. Just swap out pastry stout. Um, You're wrong. If you don't have five adjuncts in your stout, it's garbage. And that's basically what they're saying, that that's what stouts have turned into, that if you don't have, as you put it, five adjuncts in there, then it's bullshit. Uh, if consumers are always picturing a 14% ABV beer with vanilla, coconut, marshmallow, every time they hear stout, it's only going to get harder to sell the roasty, dry, wonderfully balanced, subtle beer that used to bear that title, is what they said. So they kind of they're saying that it's ruining the term stout. You said that it, I actually had read an article a couple weeks ago that said plain American stout is not as dead as a lot of people think it is. Really. Um, Especially, um, not specifically Stout, but Stout and Porter. Yes, it is. Uh, no, that actually uh, <laughs> quite a few breweries saw a rise in uh, package, uh, just like canned Stouts yeah. to, to go. Uh, so I don't know. I think I think there is a lot. Every every Stout you see on online that people are posting about is you know some kind of crazy pastry Stout in you know eighteen barrels and. It really shit, irritates the piss out of me, to be honest with you. Watch watching everybody. And especially our group here in St. Louis, that they they just beat everyone down. If it's not some fucking weird thing that they can you know do an abbreviation for or initials for, but it's they're they're making fun of that person for drinking it. That's it's again it comes down to the hardcore people versus your average consumer. Look, I I know we've joked about the number of breweries, but it's 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 a problem of oversaturation and when you get to that point standing out having your beer stand out and so i i guess i guess when i look at the these trends i i mean i don't know that i have a problem with them or don't have a problem with them i just understand them because there are so many breweries that are trying to stand out and they're following current trends because that's where business takes them so is it my problem with it with the author's premise yeah. yeah is that he is saying that because they become so trendy there's a right. lot of There's really a bad problem ones. With them, yeah. Well, you know what? In the best one, he said Pilsner's making a comeback. Right. Well, you know what? I've had a lot of bad Pilsner's out there, too. Have you had a badass from Kid Rock? Yes. <laughs> Example yeah, we one. Had that, yeah. So, I mean, that I don't know. I think he's, he's doing a little bit of double talk, even though I kind of agree with him on a lot of things. I'm going to read this. I don't this. know that I agree. Like, I just, I, I don't, I, the, the premise is that, oh, this is good and this is bad. I don't think it's good or bad. It's just, 
he's just talking about trends in the industry. Yeah. And so when you talk about trends in the industry, there are going to be good elements and bad elements, but he, he's not saying anything that's er- – like, did anybody read this article and go, oh, he's got some really good points? No, he's just describing things that are happening under the auspices of being, oh, this is controversial, and I, that's yeah. – Barrel-aged bottle openers are bottle openers that are barrel-aged. Well, not exactly barrel-aged, but they are made out of barrels. Each barrel is made by hand by a friend of the show and is guaranteed to open your bottles. If you need a bottle opened, barrel-aged bottle openers will open it for you. Why would anyone ever open a bottle with anything other than a barrel-aged bottle opener? Locally made, locally opened. Barrel-aged bottle openers. No creased caps and with a built-in magnet, so no lost caps. Barrel-aged bottle openers. They won't open barrels, but they will open bottles. Barrel-aged bottle openers. Great for birthdays, Christmas, groomsmen, bridesmaids. Stop looking for gifts and start buying barrel-aged bottle openers. What's opening your bottles? Did you know, do you guys know Don't Drink Beer? Have you heard of him before? Oh, I love that guy, yeah. man. He's awesome. Yeah, so I, I showed Jeff this the other day, but there somebody posted it on one of the STL uh, beer pages. But it's from Don't Drink Beer. And it's uh, I don't remember, I don't know who the quote is from, but it says, "Listen, man, when I got into brewing, I didn't set out to be tossing vanilla, lactose, bisquick, pineapple puree into the mash tun, <laughs> but here we are. Got to have something to fill those slushy machines with. <laughs> is it perfect? No, but the ROI during goat yoga at the brewery is crazy. You want me to brew a Doppelbach out of pride so we can just look at it on tap for months? If you'll excuse me, I have to go rake." home run pies out of the fermenters <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking brilliant in so many levels and above that it just says when you post about how consumers with garbage pallets are now directing your brewery plans for 2019 <laughs> i'm like that's perfect for what it's we're talking really about really right great now. yeah are you familiar with don't drink beer no i'm not he's he's just a guy he started off as far as i know on youtube uh he had an account and basically what he does is he searches out these whales uh Bourbon County, like, was the big one whenever he got it. And he would pop open the bottle. He'd be like, this is Bourbon County Proprietors. It's the most sought-after beer. And I think the best way we could enjoy it today would probably be if we were to drink it out of this big cup called the sink and would just (laughs) dump it straight down the drain. You know, he'd find the absolute most sought-after beer, and he'd pour it into a glass and microwave it. (laughs) Just destroy these beers. Mix it with loaves of bread and... Yeah, okay. Yeah. And the whole time he's doing it, he's, he talks in this goofy voice, and he talks real fast and basically makes fun of everything that we said. He, let me, let he, me. I'm guessing he's from Chicago because he always has Goose Island beers, and he talks about St. Louis a lot. Like, I'm pretty sure he has mentioned Side Project more than once, used Side Project beers more than once. Uh, let me ask uh, Jeff and Justin uh, you a question. <clears throat> How much? How much? Well, I was trying to think of how to phrase it. Just a second. Uh, how much? Like, when you're when you're deciding deciding the next round of beer, like how much of that is influenced by trends, and how much is influenced by what you think you're. I mean, do you have these discussions, or do you just want to make what you're going to make? And I know it's a little of both, yes, but I mean, yeah. yeah, right. I mean, but I mean, how much of like, I mean, I mean, do you ever sit down and say, oh, milkshake IPAs are hot? We should make one of. Them? I mean, we did this year. Yeah, yeah we I made know. tangerine milkshake and IPA, and yeah, that's. And you made a pumpkin beer this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you still I, on top. Yeah, but I, I just this is what I mean. Like, I mean, how much? Like, what what percentage of of your conversations revolve around that idea? Does it influence to a great a great degree, not a degree, like some degree? Like I think it's more of 
hey, this sounds kind of good. Let's make it. Yeah, sure. basically. Uh, I don't know that we we go over current trends and and I'm not saying I'm not saying you sit down and say, oh, and you know, uh, milkshake IPAs are up sixty three percent. Let's look at the. No, no but it, just, but if it's out there in the in the ether, you know, people yeah. are talking about that style we'll or flavor or something. Then yeah, yeah, it's definitely something that's in your head. So it, you know, it'll just. But come is out it is it because I guess this I is the question I want to ask: Is it because you find it interesting to try new styles and to try things that are are in the mainstream, or is it because of the challenge of brewing it? I mean, is it? I like making new stuff. Yeah, yeah right. I, I mean, that's some. Uh, I think there's a portion of it that's we're tired of having the same beers. Yeah, you know, over and over and over again. It's a a new style, a new way of doing things. It's our opportunity to to actually have a new beer yeah. on tap. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it means that we get to maybe bump a beer that we didn't care for that we made the year before, sure. or one that slowed down a lot, i.e., the pumpkin beer, which you know, it gives us an opportunity to try something new. Uh, two, if we've if we've got customers that are always talking about it. Um, you know, we made a New England style IPA because everybody right. kept saying narrow gauge, narrow gauge, narrow gauge, narrow gauge. Right. You know, and that that's what they wanted. Everybody wanted one of those. Well, look, if that's what you want, fine, we'll give you one too. Ours is really good too. I think, by the way, I agree. I liked it. <laughs> I like uh, it a lot. We just opened another beer, by the way. This is Big Black Fist of Fury, Imperial Black IPA with Eldorado Mosaic and Saber. Saber. Sabrell. Sobro? I don't Sabre. know. Sabre? Uh, formerly HBCY38. So, uh, 9.7% on this guy. 9.7? Jesus. I would not it have is. guessed that. It's got what, some body what was the to style it. Again? Uh, Imperial Black IPA. Oh, I do not like black IPAs. You get a lot of licorice on the nose. Uh, licorice and pine. Like I was going to say this does not drink hot, but I'm starting to second, you know, second guess it. I don't. Actually, don't this actually this is hot. Oh, I don't hate this beer either. <laughs> no, I think it's got an interesting flavor. That uh, that Ooh, anise. I, like it. I think that anise is overpowering the hops, though. I don't yeah. get any anise. Really? Uh, really? Oh, yeah, I think there's some kind of really dark malt in here, roasted or it's it smells oxidized. One fifty or something. That's just a little too much on oxidized. Oxidized. It smells very oxidized to me. Man, I don't think I don't. I don't get that so much. I do. I'm with you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I get a especially lot of on the rye. taste like that. Right. Yeah. Pepperiness. I I can see that in the flavor profile for sure. But I like the way that it finishes. It doesn't finish like a black IPA. Like I don't like black IPAs because they're roasty. This doesn't. This is kind of a style though. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, why I don't like. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the this, style either. Yeah. But I, this is actually I think a pretty good. I love black IPAs and I wish more people would do them. We don't have. It's it's hard to find a, a black IPA. I'm on board with this beer. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a fan of the style, and I think there's something just a touch off. Mike, if you're still listening, how old is this beer? This uh, this one's a miss for me. And I think Mike I, does But I think there's something here. Like I, I Man, I wish I, I me and you agree a lot. I don't I don't think that. Yeah, no, I am to me it tastes old, it tastes oxidized. I think uh, it's got I a, don't, I don't a nice flavor all. to it. Really? Yeah. Um, I bet it's not old. Yeah, I don't. think He may be right. I mean, he yeah. just brought it so. in. I don't yeah, think yeah. he would bring us an old IPA, yeah. especially. So probably not. He knows just, what kind of assholes we are. <laughs> yeah, I still get a uh, very oxidized, especially on the nose, <laughs> and then on the on the on the mouth, I get. I don't. It to me, it tastes like old hops. So weird. Yeah, 
Yeah, this is a rare miss said, for Mike for me. I, I, but I, I, there's something Kate here. Like mid November, he says. So, yeah. I, I kind of want to see. There's something like so I, I like I feel like there's just something a little halfway off about through this life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. If it's keg, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, this, Mike, I love you, buddy, but this one's uh, this one's a miss. Fuck well, Jeff, I'm going to disagree with Jeff, and uh, I'm going to say it's pretty solid. Yeah, I would rather drink it as a lower ABV beer. I think I'd yeah. like to see it at a six and a half instead yep. of uh, almost ten. I could see that. Um, I think the hops would stand out a little stronger against all the malt. I think you know there's so much uh, roasted malt, roasty and that. that licorice flavor that it's covering up. Maybe, What's maybe up, Brower? Some of the hops. Um, so yeah, I, yeah I'd like no, to see it a little bit lower ABV. This is one of my least favorite styles, and I, I you yeah, got I'm a thumbs up for me. Uh, I I gotta go thumbs down on this one. That's it's one of my least favorite styles too. But I think there's something here. Like, a, hmm. the, what what hops did he use? Uh, this is El Dorado and Mosaic. You and know what it tastes like to me? It Buffalo. it tastes like he used uh, like a lot, like all bittering hops, yeah. late and like a Fuggles, like Fuggles and Warrior. It's kind of what this tastes it's a like weird to me. Combo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm I'm not crazy about this. It doesn't one, Mike. have the IBUs. I'd like to see what, at least what his you know beer tools came out and told him the IBUs were supposed to be on this. I think that would kind of, you know, dictate where to go with it from there too. Because you're right, it's not super aggressively hopped. It does taste a little more bitter than um, you know late edition. I think it needs some more late edition uh, hops. Uh, yeah, I would, that I would agree with. I really like uh, doing this. The 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 home, home brewer thing, yeah. yeah. I like cool. I like breaking down beers this way, and uh, especially with you guys. And then breaking down the people that made them. Yeah. I mean, just tearing <laughs> them down to their very soul about how. <clears throat> he says that the house he used may be old. old. Yeah. So he usually gets vacuum sealed from Yakima Valley, but couldn't get them in time. Uh, so he had to buy whatever he could from a homebrew shop. So yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's what I taste. But hey, you know what? These two guys disagree or even three of you disagree so uh yeah i'm well, i'm not the i'm not a fan of the style but i think there's you're not i think there's, <laughs> i know it's hard to believe <laughs> i think there's something here that i would really if you could clean this beer up a little bit i would love the shit out of it for the style that i would agree with i think like I, I enjoyed the malt bill this smells really good mike what are we sorry uh, what what is yeah what cinnamon are we cinnamon toast crunch milk stout 4.9 percent what did we just talk about Milk stouts and fucking pastries. Why did you do this, Mike? I just told you not to. Well, it's only got one adjunct, so I, I'm going to give him a pass on there. There's. Oh, that smells awesome. It really does. It looks super it really thin does. to me. It's. Can a beer smell thin? Oh, I've yet Sorry. to taste <laughs> this. Is not it the, looks super this thin. This is not the cinnamon toast crunch stout. Damn, this thank is, God. Uh, I, I was, was going to rip apart yeah, another was, beer, was, and I was, I was like, no. Say, this is, uh, this is coffee red wedding. It's a oh, wee heavy there. with Highlander grog coffee. Ten point two percent ABV. I kind of like this game though, where Justin's like, "Hey, what do you smell?" Ten two on this one. Holy shit, dude! I mean, you could see through it. It's a wee heavy with this coffee. Beer is fucking good. Wee heavy with coffee. Yeah. All right. It's uh, the the aroma is fantastic, especially now that I know it's not a stout. This is uh, Another, this is uh, the style best that I don't like. Best one from you so yeah, far, this Mike. This is really good. This is really good. Full Ooh. flavored. Man, when that first hit my tongue, I'm like, God, I'm going to disagree with you guys again. This one sucks. But no. no. When I swallow it, this beer is fantastic. Ooh, full good. flavored, good body. Yep. Super caramely, which you expect a on a wee heavy. So a much caramel, caramel on the end. Yeah. Love it. 
Like I I'm, love the sweetness. I'm getting Can caramel in my nose. Yours? Yeah, it tastes like a yeah. caramel coffee bullshit drink that my wife well, drinks all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, it tastes like, like I could order this at Starbucks. Like if a, Starbucks started, yeah, a coffee flavored Werther's. You ever had one yeah, of those? Yeah, I fucking love yeah, Werther's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it tastes like to me. Yeah. Although, uh, awesome. Speaking I don't of uh, suck, that's disc, what you said online. Disc candies, uh, <laughs> which we were. Yeah, go no, on. Werther's. Her disc candy. I'd consider that a disc candy. I would uh, agree. My oh, mom disc. has a <laughs> hatred for disc candy, and. Uh, because she's afraid that someone's going to choke Swallowed. on it. Yeah, so, sure. like, she, you know, lifesavers are right. They've got the hole. You know, so you can still be able to breathe, breathe out of it if necessary. Um, one of the one of my nephews was eating a, a mint, and she, like, he popped it in, her, in his mouth, and she, my mom just, like, snaps her head, like, is that disc candy? <laughs> like, and he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what are you doing letting him have disc candy? Like, yelling at my sister about it. I'm like... You're an insane person. Uh, hey, Mike, what coffee do you use on this? Years, uh, Highlander Grog coffee. Oh, so is it right there. Mm-hmm. Nice butterscotch character, he says. So I figured it'd go well with a wee heavy. Wanted to add some coffee to a beer that wasn't a stout porter or brown. I like the way you think, Mike. That's a good. Uh, this is a great beer. Way I've never heard Mike. of Highlander Grog coffee. Uh, there could be only one. Oh, God, so that's why you haven't heard of it. To <laughs> that joke up more eloquently than that. Fine. Let's rewind it back and then do it your way. Highlander Grog, how many locations do they have? Well, they can <laughs> See, only have one. Yeah, that would have been the setup, but you just jumped all over that line. Jeff made the setup. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I just said I'd never heard of it. <laughs> That's because they only made one. So you can't have it. Yeah. They only made one. Part. Are you guys candy people? Do you eat candy? I am like? not made out of candy. I <laughs> I love, uh, I got, it was just hugely disappointing because I'm, I'm <laughs> dieting really hard right now, but uh, I got a lot of, um, Gummy candy, like licorice and uh, stuff like that. I love. Yeah. I love gummy Some bears. Gummies in March. Yeah, I. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a big fan. Of, I, I mean, I'll eat like chocolate and stuff, but it's not my favorite. But you put some fucking Twizzlers in front of me. My sister, yeah. we had uh, my mom's uh, like birthday dinner right before Christmas, and she brought runts, and I hadn't had runts in years. And who then, just has runts when it like it's not Halloween? Because apparently good her question. I didn't her, know they her made them outside yeah. of Halloween. Oh, no, yeah, that, they were yeah, left yeah. over from Halloween. Okay. So, she was just trying to get rid of all the extra runs. So she brings this bag of runs, and next thing you know, like I'm going to the store to seek out runs. Runs are fucking great, but then I got on sprees. Oh, you know what I was thinking <laughs> of? Nerds. That was my yeah. fault. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was too. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Runs are oh, delicious. Runs little are the, oh, the little the bananas. bananas. They look yeah. like the bananas. The bananas, the bananas, the bananas are the best. Yeah. So you know they change. You remember the lime, the green? Yeah. It's now green apple. Which makes it even better. Green apple's pretty good. Yeah. I, like, I enjoy I, a good green I, apple. I don't, I don't ever eat sweets. I don't eat candy. But damn, I've been I've been on the hook with uh, with the sprees and the runs. Chewy sprees. you got to get down on I'm those. Not, I'm not uh, a chewy spree guy. Chewy sprees are good. I'm man. not a spree guy in general. Yeah. I don't. Have, I'm, I'm chocolate. I like runts. I love the bananas. I can eat runts every now and again. But if there was a bowl of runts sitting in front of me, I'd be like, oh, yeah. i got to grab a banana. And then I'm good. Yeah. But Starburst, if there's chocolate, I like, like if there are a bowl a of M&Ms, I'd eat the whole fucking yeah. thing. If it's fruit. Or sour, yeah. that that's that's what I'm. That's in. your yeah. style, huh? Nah, I'm I'm a chocolate guy. I don't have a big sweet tooth, but about once a year, I absolutely crave a packet of Skittles, and I don't. Yeah, know, like, I like. Skittles. And I think it's my like I never eat fruit, so I think it's my body's way of being like, oh, this is the only <laughs> fruit you've ever gotten. You, like, you yeah. put off scurvy because you ever, eat live <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't ever crave sweets. Like if there weren't, if there wasn't chocolate in the house, I would never go yeah. buy it. I yeah. don't need it. I don't really like sweet. 
things that much. I'm not a dessert guy. But if there, I'm not a dessert guy either. I, but I if there's chocolate, I. But I, ice cream is my guilty pleasure. I do like yeah, ice cream. If there's I, I used to anything really eat with salt in it, like I don't care what it is. I would. Yeah, yeah I would much rather have chips. It. I'm more or of a salt tooth yeah. than a. And it, um, we, last last week, I don't know. We had nothing like salty and crunchy in the house, and I was going crazy. Like I have to find something. I just to snack. I just you know grab a handful of. You should have called me. Whole extra bag of pretzels I'd give you. I can't. I'm not eating bread. They're, they're salty and crunchy. Yeah. My uh, my sister's boyfriend, while we're having this candy conversation at the dinner table, says, "Yeah, and you can't. Who who doesn't love bottle caps?" And I was like, "Bottle, bottle caps!" I'm like, "Jeez!" He's like, like Tums with he's like, soda flavor. Chalk. Chalk. Yeah, right. It's he's like the root beer ones. How can you not like the root beer ones? I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Excuse yourself yeah. from the table." It's root disgusting. beer barrel. I'll get. I'll, I'll be. You know, outside of the root beer one, what's another flavor that's I good? I have no idea. They have like cherry. cola, they have like cherry. cherry and I, cola. I, really? I think there's okay. a lemon lime. I ch- I tried it one time, and but I was they're like, just oh, chalky. Like, like, yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah. It's like those NECA wafers. Now I was just about to say, like that, those are the worst candies, right? It's just, <laughs> yeah. uh, no. What's the worst candy then, Justin? Candy corn. Oh, uh, okay. Or I'll, peeps. I'll get behind. I hate yeah, sixlets. I'll, I'll get behind. I'll get behind candy corn. Sixlets. Go fuck disgusting. yourself. What the hell's wrong with you? They're but, just like uh, Kmart M&Ms. Yeah, they're yeah. just round M&Ms. Yeah, What's they wrong taste with that? like shit. What the fuck what? are sixlets? They're the Aldi's version of fucking M&Ms. They come M&Ms. in a little sleeve. Oh, like, circus like this. Yeah. Yeah. Circus and there's like there's six too. of them. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> they're yeah. terrible. And they're, and they're just chocolate candies? They're, 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 they're M&Ms. They're, they're shelled candies. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, they're they're like made out of baker's chocolate. They like suck. Wait, who only eats six M&Ms? If I'm going to eat M&Ms, I'm going to eat M&Ms. That's the problem. Okay. And Mike, go fuck yourself. Circus peanuts are delicious. You're an idiot. No. Smarties Circuit do suck, too. I agree. I agree, Mike. All the chalk candies yeah. are bad. We can agree on right, that, right? I mean, it's just, yeah. Are there any good ones? Candied cigarettes. That's it. Yeah. Those are delicious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll eat a half a pack and a day. And you look I'll, cool. I'll eat a half you a pack do look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they still sell those. Yeah, but they, they, won't, no they, they, won't put the, they won't put the red marking on the end, though. Yeah, I, that's true. Is that, I saw ones that had cigarette like logo on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can go down to Main Street, get them right now, or on Amazon for way cheaper. Well, you can uh, you go to that soda cigarettes. store on Main Street yeah. and still buy those fucking uh, that long ass strip of white paper with the three different colored I dots. I like those. Yeah, yeah. That's you chalk. like those? That's chalk, right? No, I mean, they're they're no, chocolates. They're j- no, they're no, not chocolate. No, 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 no. They got like a oh sweet no, they're coating. the candy thing, and you pull them off, yeah. and there's always paper. There's stuck always paper. You're eating paper. Yeah. 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 By the way, you might as well just eat that. It's the same way when you get a blow pop, you eat half the fucking stick. Like you go down, it's got hat. It's got the flavor on it. Sure. No, there's a certain amount of truth to yeah. that. The stick is always thinner at the top than yeah. it is like the, where uh, yeah, you're holding it. Half, I think that's just where the half is an exaggeration. I think yeah, that's where it's yeah. hyperbole. The candy is compressed on the stick. Yeah, you can tell yourself that. I don't think that's true. I love have blow pops. Just, blow all pop I've factory. learned right now is that none of you have know how you? to eat candy. Like no, <laughs> I didn't think so, Tim. <laughs> I love blow pops. I hate tootsie pops. Improvement reference. I say that all the time. You've never heard me say that before. Because we're talking about candies from the late nineties. I. Late 90s? We're talking about the, the fucking well, chocolate shit on true, paper. Yeah, right. It's a late 40s, I think. Yeah. I really, I, I just spoke into my glass. I really like this beer, Mike. Yeah, good job. I do, too. Let's crack his last one uh, real quick. Once he said butterscotch, though, that's like all I can taste on this beer. Normally, that's but something you I still don't like. want in your beer also. No, but I, I like this one. This is the uh, cinnamon toast crunched out. 
we were we sort of were talking about nerds earlier. What do they still make like the full box? Oh yeah, nerds, I think so. like the size of a playing card deck. Oh, you know what else? Those? I was yes. got uh, gobstoppers. I got on. Oh gobstoppers. yeah, those were good. I used to eat uh, like in uh, in in high school. I used to eat those all the time. I used to sneak them in class. I would in 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 high school. I would have a. Uh, I would have. Uh, we had to wear collared shirts with pockets in the front. Well, they had pockets in the front, and I would keep uh, gobstoppers in there. And then I would wear a coat and keep a bottle of Dr Pepper in the sleeve and drink it during class. By, yeah, <laughs> nerd. It's the only time I ever wore a coat. <laughs> When he wanted to sneak Dr. Pepper. Yep. We're allowed to, yeah. I really <laughs> How in the hell did they not notice you doing this? I'm sure they did. I think it was just kind of a. They're like, this idiot's just going to spill right, it all I mean, over like, himself. Yeah. And, and what, did you just always have to have your elbow on the table, like straight no, up and down? No, how do you, no, no. How do you it, not spill your bottle? Oh, no, it, you close the cap each time. It was one of those 12 ounce bottles. So yeah, you no, I, I, it, I get it. So you it have to unscrew it, yeah. take a drink, and then screw it. Yeah. But you still have to hold it upright the whole time no. while it's in your yeah. sleeve. No, because you no, know, it just rests it. You rest it vertically or horizontally. Oh, so it's half gone already. Yeah, whatever. But even either way, like so you had an Adidas or a starter jacket. Uh, <laughs> I yes, sure. It was big. I know big what you're saying. They had yeah, big yeah. enough sleeves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they. I had big sleeves and shoulder pads. It's just the style of the time, guys. Are you a lady? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. the uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Good nose. Oh, really good nose, yeah. What's the ABV now? Uh, 4.9. Nose is really sweet. It doesn't taste super sweet. No? Um. It's. I mean, it's it, definitely sweet, it but doesn't it doesn't taste super sweet. I, I think okay. the nose leads it. It would uh, lead led me to believe it was going to be way sweeter than it is. I think it's, there's something on the nose that's not outside of the cinnamon, a uh, Worcestershire or soy I, or something like that. Um, I get a little soy. Yeah. yeah. I I love the smell. It reminds me of like motor oil, uh, a big nice, red gum, like it's, a, a it's nice something like well, that's cinnamon. Like, a I nice know, breakfast like that. restaurant, like. The old pancake house or whatever. This yeah, is what I get what I get. This what is you're the smell yeah, yeah. you walk into. That bready, okay. yeah. I, that's old pancakes. Yeah, now that, now that you say pancakes, all I can smell is maple syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Ooh, I like this a lot. Yeah. Mm. Cinnamon toast crunch. I don't know if um, necessarily so. the flavor I get. I do. If you said maple pancakes, I would. You know, I, would say I, I don't. I don't either. Uh, I know I, I do. I like. I understand kind of what enough he was with going the for. pancake stouts already. Fuck. Yeah. That's that's starting the trend. Twenty nineteen worst trends of twenty nineteen. You've pancake started the pancake stout. stout. We're seven days in. Dude, I could get behind this pancake here. stout. I think. I make a mean pancake. I, I'm mashing thirty pounds of pancakes with the next beer that we do. I'm not a pancake guy. I don't know what I think about this. I'm beer. Not a breakfast guy. Uh, Eggs. I have. Yeah. Sure. I've, I hardly ever say this. This is a, uh, this is too sweet for me. This is a win for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I love sweet beers, and I love this. And I, is, I don't, when uh, when, this when is you told me what it was, like I was like, I'm not gonna like this. I'm on the fence. I, all, all the way through the through the night, I've, I've I've liked the beers that. Why is there maple and cinnamon toast crunch? I don't know. That's what's really throwing me off. I'm not. All, all I taste is maple. There's a there's a hint of cinnamon and a whole lot of maple. For me, telling me it's cinnamon toast crunch stout, 
I think this is a, a pretty strong miss as a breakfast stout. Okay, with yeah, cinnamon and maple. I think the cinnamon toast crunch uh, part of it is, yeah, you kind of expect a something different than what we've got in this bottle. A lot of cinnamon on the nose. I expected that, and then I, I drink it, and it's all maple. And yeah, this is uh, yeah. not bad, um, I don't think. And at 4.9, it's got a nice mouthfeel still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pretty silky. Yeah, I would just dial back that sweetness a little bit. Can Maybe you add? Actually, I, wouldn't, I, mean, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but up the cinnamon a little bit, I think, on it. I would I agree with think that. So too. Yeah. yeah. As far as beers go, like, can is that something, and I know it's probably most, it's got to be a darker beer, but can you add oats and add body to almost every single beer that way? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Oats are pretty much colorless. I mean, they're they're white. They're mm-hmm. like any other two, really. Yeah. Colorless, so it does colorless. not have to be dissolves instantly. Warm. Uh, but you're not going to you're not going to you're not going to add it to a wheat and add body. No, or you, you no. can't. You, you don't mean, want you're, to. You're not going to. But I mean, what I'm you've saying, got the so wheat mostly there, a dark right. beer. You're well, going to add beer you want to add body to as well because they are not flavorless, unlike what Mark just said. But he was making jokes. It's okay. Princess bread. Yeah. Um. They're not flavorless. They mm. they do they definitely have a flavor. So you don't want to put it in a wheat beer because that's not what you're going for. You're not looking for a super high body, and you want that wheat flavor to come through, sure. not an oat flavor to come through. Uh, you can add it in and have it be, uh, you know, uh, give it body to a pilsner, let's say, mm-hmm. but you're not going to want that oat flavor in the pilsner. Right. You know, it's still going to look the right. It'll probably smell right, but it probably won't taste right. So this literally uh, has cinnamon toast crunch in it. Oh yeah, this was oh, yeah. Uh, his Iron Brewer beer oh, for okay. uh, GBS. Did, did, did you win? add maple to it also? I mean, I, he had to have, right? There's so much maple. I haven't had cinnamon toast crunch in a really long yeah. time, so maybe that's what it actually tastes like. <laughs> Thank God I didn't have to brew with corn pops. <laughs> I, 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 let me throw this out. There. I was just uh, I saw man, that like a cream ale with corn pops. That would yeah, be delicious. That'd be like, that. like, like a honey cream ale. What's a yeah. Dundee? Uh, no, yeah, not that's, an ounce that's of maple. Brown. I don't yeah. think it's like I think it's just not the an ounce of maple. Are you fucking kidding? No, me? I'm with. Uh, like, hey, Mike, whew. how many people can compete uh, an Iron Brewer this year? The sweetness and the in the cinnamon. I think that's what you're getting the maple on. So Iron Brewer is a uh, a local uh, well, it's a contest done by a local um, homebrewers club, and they give them basically it's a tournament bracket, right? That yep, they yep, have to yep. they have to brew a certain style, and the cereal thing was obviously no styles style. They don't give them. They give them the an ingredient. ingredient. Ah, okay. They give Just you an ingredient. ingredient. Yeah. So it'd be like you and Mark are both gonna, uh, or you guys are going head to head, and it's. Hey, here's a box of cinnamon toast crunch. Go make beer using this, hmm. and then you get to pick the style and and recipe and everything else. How long do you get? Um, it's twelve well, minutes. six weeks. Last time when I was doing this, it was two two meetings, so for for uh, two months, eight weeks. Um, oh yeah, you're right. That's what it was. I, I actually do. started this competition with them. This was yeah, my my brainchild. Yeah. So I don't know if I don't know if it's still going the same way, but. When I left Garage Brewers, which is who's doing this, it was two two meetings to yeah. do it. So it gave you eight weeks. Eight people. It used to be a lot more than that. Yeah, so we had eight people. Oh, in he the won first with round. this beer. Yeah. Good for him. I won Cinnamon's Toast Crutch Round. Other brewers brewed with Cocoa Puffs, Fruity Pebbles, and Corn Pop. All right, so if you were going to like, take this challenge and you had to choose between Cinnamon Toast Crunch 
Cocoa Puffs, Fruity Pebbles, and Corn Pops. Fruity Justin Pebble, Jeff, what would you pick? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pick Fruity any of them. Yeah. Um, but if, if you had to be saddled, with if one I was them, doing yeah. Corn Pops, yeah. I would have made a cream ale. If I was doing That's Fruity a, Pebbles, I would have made a wheat beer. Cocoa Puffs, I would have made a stout. Chocolates out. I yeah. would have done Fruity Pebbles and done like a, a fucking slushy IPA or a Goza or something with them. <laughs> All I'm thinking is Liney Kugel Sunshine Wheat. I love that yeah. fucking yeah. beer, man. Do you really? Oh god, I hate it. I love that beer. I, I was at I was at Buffalo Wild Wings to, uh, this last weekend to watch uh, the fights two weekends ago, and that was the place that made me fall in love with Sunset Wheat because they had it on special for some reason. Those big t- God Buffalo Wild Wings sucks, by the way. Yeah, it does. Uh, but I love it's that. It's so fucking bad. Su- it's awful. Sunset I was just about wheat. to say, you like at Buffalo Wild Wings uh, watching an MMA fight is the douchebaggiest sentence that's ever been uttered on the Brewers room, right? <laughs> it, it was free. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh. Didn't to, I didn't have to pay right, 60 Totally you. redeemed yourself. I didn't have to pay 60 bucks to watch it. <laughs> Man, it, it is bad, though. I didn't eat, but it's I mean, fucking expensive. It's expensive. You're, you're, I mean, I'm, I don't mean this as an insult, yeah. but you're not a big guy. You're a fairly yeah. small guy. What size affliction shirt do you have to order <laughs> oh, to dude. go into Buffalo Wild Wings for an MMA fight? It's got to be extra that, that, small for it to fit, right? That's it's like gone, a, that's gone away. Like quite a boys a ten to twelve. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't really, uh, I don't really fall into that group like douchebagginess. I just really like the sport, but I've liked it. I mean, I remember having. The like, I like the, the fact that I like you died your way before everybody. after Ken Shamrock did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've watched it since the very beginning. So, but since he won the first two, I believe MMA's. Nine. Why don't you call it two Shamrocks? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we wrap this up? Yeah. So, what do we got coming That's, up at the the bars, guys? Uh, fucking nothing for us. Uh, we just uh, catch us at Wolpertinger at the end of January at um, Urban, Urban Chestnut, Chestnut Grove location. Um, I just had my anniversary party, so you can go in um, and still the, the the lineup's pretty sick. Um, it really, still, it yeah, really, you, a lot of great beers. You get a lot of. Well, your uh, Northwoods conversation with the enthusiast well, sure backfired, funny. didn't it? And you know what? They're right. <laughs> I haven't and I seen this. Never you have to tell me about that. it after. So me, I'll, I'll we'll talk right about now. after dark. Right. Or? No, let me. I'll, I'll say go through it real quick. So they said that um, I said who, and really it was when it came out. Northwoods was besides vanilla rye was one of my favorite variants that I've had. And the blueberry was so strong. It is gone. Gone, gone, gone. So on the Northwoods? That's yeah. crazy. It is. It was so blueberry. Nothing. nothing. There's nothing there. It's it's a ton of almond, which, I mean, if you say it's an almond variant, I like. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> I, I, and I, I couldn't believe it when I threw it out there. I said, hey, who thinks that uh, Northwoods is the best variant of Bourbon County? And people just beat the fuck out of me about it. <laughs> and I said, okay, fuck you guys. That's very enthusiast for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I said, fuck you guys. You know, I'm going to have it on tap tomorrow. So we put it on. Fuck, they're right, man. I will tell you the biggest surprise of, and it was no, you wouldn't have guessed it. It would have been my pick of the night is Charleville's Nitro German Chocolate Cake. That was good, man. It we had it on tap so a few weeks ago. Good. I had one of those night, yeah. Um, Little Jeforia from uh, Main, Main and Mill, Mill. Yep. Was, was really great. Uh, Dude, have you seen what's going on with these guys with Main and Mill? They've got like a club now, like oh, uh, yeah. for bottle releases. People yeah. are like trading for their shit. One fifty. Like, they came out of nowhere. Uh, someone told me that. Oh no, it was I. Well, I can't say who it is. Uh, it is their bourbon barrel. Or no, wait. 
The, now you're a lot more polite than me. <laughs> the whatever their last release was uh, traded for a six hundred dollar bottle of bourbon. That's crazy. Whew. I mean, Steve makes great beer out there. I'm not. I'm not knocking. Right. No, yeah. that's it's not. Just, a, no, that's just from that's a knock. Where the they came from, a tiny than, place in Festus, yeah. to all of a sudden in the last like three months, like people are going crazy. So, yeah. You know, wanting to trade for their stuff. It's not. I don't know. It's How great. that happened? It's where great. that came? Where, what? Who started that? People are finally starting to realize that they make great beer. Yeah. Hey, they're not in the city, and you can still get good stuff. That's yeah. incredible, right? It's unbelievable. Wow. All right. On that note, we uh, wrap it up. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, well, we'll see you guys. We'll be back next week, probably. Maybe. Hopefully. We'll see. Nah. Maybe. All right. Eh. See you guys.